ladies and gentlemen, introducing the fall 2021 Walleye Bonanza champion, Will Dewar. Yay! I clapped a lot when <laughs> Thank I... Thank you. When it was Scott a... announced that Mark Pordek was the winner, <laughs> yeah. I, I clapped a lot <laughs> and threw your name in there. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was one of... That was the toughest Bonanza in history. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the least amount of fish caught. I would guess you're right. Um, but coincidentally, the only other year that I won was another year where not very many Tough fish fishing. were caught. Um, flat calm, but that was a spring bonanza. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was, it's a, it's a good one to win. Oh, you know, absolutely. it doesn't mean anything compared to like an MWC win, but I really hate to it's lose. It's more and more though. There's like pretty good fishermen and it fills. There's 25 teams. There's usually like a lot of teams that wish they were in it. Yeah. Um, that happened, especially this year. It filled up so quick. Yeah. Like of the, yeah, there's some good fishermen that you're beating to. Oh yeah. But, uh. It, it does sting a lot not to win it. I, I've, I have not won it a lot of times, yeah, and it hurts it every does. time. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like it at all. <laughs> all I want to do is, like, immediately get back into the boat and go fishing <laughs> so right. that I can, like, put that memory behind me. <laughs> Sucks. That drive home from Sugar Point alone, just bumming. <laughs> Stupid. Didn't win. I hate this game. I'm never going to play it again. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Like a little kid. Uh, so we'll do a, um, a, a more in-depth review of the Bonanza and the week. Uh, I think we're just going to, maybe we'll do a fall comparison, um, give the weekend preview, and then we'll get out of here. But we don't have very many more of these left. I mm-hmm. think we've probably got two more after this one before we're going to wrap her up. Mm-hmm. So you better pay attention. Well, I think what's, uh, I mean, likely what's going to happen is that there's going to be a lot of good fishing after the oh, show yeah. is over. Oh, yeah. Would be my guess. I would hope so, because yeah. we're not quite to it. It's Yeah, it's just not quite there yet. Yep. But, but let's hear from Portadoc, and then we'll get on with it. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-doc.com. Porta-doc.com. Find your local Portadoc dealer today. Porta-doc.com. Dan, how was your week? Um, end results are pretty good, I would say. Yeah. Didn't have one that stung too bad besides the bonanza. And, like, our, our fishing fish. was fine, but that one stings for other reasons. Um I feel like Did you get stung by a hornet? It's been hard to avoid. I'm knock on wood, man. I have not had a yellow jacket. And there's thing. still crazy still amounts of yeah, them. Because it's 70 degrees. Yeah. Who's the funny guy? Um fishing is good, but I feel like I have to I'm working very hard at every bite. And like I think the biggest like in general from talking to the bait shops and peop the people who come in there, they're not real satisfied with fishing. And I think that lines up because those anglers who can put like concentrated energy and effort into schools of fish are getting a few to bite. But yeah. it is it is a hard year to stumble into a walleye the pr- for October. And the problem also that I'm having is I'm not getting a ton of bites in one Mm-mm. spot. Mm-mm. You know, you found the most concentrated fish that were biting. 
but still it's not like you're catching 20 off of one spot. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because your memories are telling you, like, all right, this is the one that's going to make you. Right. And it, that, that hasn't been the case pretty much at all. Sometimes the same spot is if you revisit it a right. couple times, but they're not. you're not going to sit there and whoop on them for an hour and a half. Right. And it's that's the frustrating part for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it keeps you engaged, but it also is like, you know, this time of year we're hoping for a little bit of, like, just fish in a real good mood, take a little... <laughs> kind like, of a siesta. Yeah. Put the cruise control on. Right. It's like your summertime crappie fishing, but you're catching right. lots of walleyes. Like, oh, whoops, we're going point three. We're in eight feet of water. That guy still has a bite. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> that, that, hasn't, that type of stuff hasn't really been happening. It, I think it still will, but it's just not... not and good. you know what? It, it did. It did for a day. Mm-hmm. Water touched 60 degrees, and they bit cra- like crazy. Well, <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness we were both out on leech that day. Right. Otherwise, I would have had a super disappointing week. But um, I've only been on leech and on woman. Fishing's been good, but it's not great. You know, we've had, you know, it's you can just go to, I've been just running the same milk runs, and mm-hmm. the milk runs have fish on them. Mm-hmm. And you can get three to bite on one of your spots, you get one to bite on another spot, four to bite on another spot, and by spot number eight, you've got a great day. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of running still. Um, they're not eating jigs super well, Mm-mm. but uh, they are eating minnows well. You get a little more pinned in right now on leech with your presentation options, especially if you've got a full boat, I feel like. Um, Whereas on woman, you can maybe pick on a school a little bit more effectively because you might get one or two on a jig. Then you can rig them. Yeah. Then maybe you can get one on a jig wrap before you leave, right? So then you got five out of that school. Where if you're, like, on leech, it just seems like the... Especially I've had a, a full boat of... Like yesterday, I had a full boat of what I could... We jig could em. jig. Yep. We could jig. That's what we could do. And... uh we had little windows where they bit real good and lots of time where they weren't biting and put a lot of miles on trying to find fresh fish and um, found fresh fish that weren't weren't real cooperative and drove for sure nine miles round trip for essentially nothing, which <laughs> happens to me on leech every once in a while. But I want to go up there and see. So and we're that's, going up there. that's the difference between, you know, cool water fish and warm water fish. On if it's a you know you got water that's in that prime time zone, you find a pot of fish they're gonna bite. Yeah, we're just not there. Mm-hmm. But it'll get there. Oh yeah. Um, the bonanza for me, I'll do my recap first because your story is generally more interesting. I would say, um, a little more uplifting anyway. For sure. Yep. Uh, my spot from like a week pr- prior was was tapering through the week and. I did spend some time looking for something else and didn't find much else. The Saturday before the tournament, I was real excited because I had Saturday to fish with Holmgren. It looked like a real fishy day, and I went exploring for a little bit and didn't find anything. And then I was like, God, I wonder if there's a chance they're not biting that good. So I went to, like, a big school of fish, and they were not biting that good. They were not biting that good. It was, like, super fishy. Yeah. But they were not biting that good. And then I was like, okay, this is going to be tough because um, the, the, a lot of our big fish plans in the fall, the, the real good plan, 
plans, I would say, over the previous few years are fish that you can't see with your electronics very well. Mm -hmm. So if you can waste a lot of time without any positive feedback, and they might be in there, they might not, you know? So then what are you really learning for tomorrow? How to tie new jigs on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, so I went back to, uh, we just invested a lot of time on Saturday into trying to figure out a good plan for getting the few fish around um, my good spot from the week past to bite, and had little glimmers of hope, like I pitched a red tail on a split shot rig on a one specific mark and it was a 28 incher which that's was a big a, one which was almost like it's like bad good news you yeah, know right um then we thought that split shot we were trying to like we, there were just not a lot of fish i was pretty sure there was quite a few nice ones there um the ones that were there were nice mm-hmm. ones yep and so then that's what we invested in for the tournament um didn't get a big fish to bite all day in my boat we caught one off that spot, two off that spot, um, and then went and fished some new stuff and found a huge school of keepers, got our six there. They were all 18, 19, or 17 to 19 inches, and it felt real good. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> real, Just beat on those yeah, ones? Those were the ones I've been like, what we've been describing that we want, that's what that little Mega moment school in time was. that bites. Yep. And they were biting a jig and a minnow. And, uh, but that's not what the tournament was about. So, scrambled a little more. Didn't find anything else. Weighed six fish. We ended up in seventh place. We were, I think there was only five teams with six fish, though. There was not very many. Um, and in fact, the second place team only had five. Mm-hmm. They didn't have six. So did Johnny Mac. I don't know. I think he they had up three. In they had three for fourth place. Yep. Which they had a twenty-eight and three quarter, mm-hmm. which was uh, not even the biggest fish of the derby. <laughs> uh, Zach Nornberg, the guy, Zach Nornberg and Logan Gross, they won our walleye league. They ended up getting a twenty-nine incher right out on Leech Lake, which is a Leech Lake giant. We're, they would have needed like one more. It had to have been. A, they were still like a pretty nice fish away. They needed from a twenty-three incher to 20, tie a twenty-three tie and a quarter to win. Gotcha. So. Um, Mark and so the day before I had a guide trip and I was very uh satisfied to have a text message from Dan asking, Hey, are they not biting that good for you? And I was like, No. He's like, Okay, I'm glad it's not just me. So we I had a tough guide trip. We only caught four or five that morning. And uh I dropped those guys off a clean fish, I dropped them off, and I got back in the boat and I fished the rest of the afternoon. And I went and visited a couple of spots that were big fish spots. And the wind was blowing pretty good and was cloudy. Um, And I caught a few fish on the spot that we usually fish. It's community for us. Um, But I wasn't super impressed with it. And then I went and checked out some deep water, which got super old super fast. (laughs) So I went back to pitching rocks. And, uh, boy, one of the spots I went to... I just, you know, I went to the, the best-looking spot on the map on this on this bar, and I pitched a jig, and boom, I caught, like, a 24-incher. I'm like, oh, well, that's good. Put on another jig, or put on another minnow, pitched it out there. I set the hook. I got about four cranks into it. My jig broke. I never checked my knot. and uh, Or, well, the line two inches up because that jig was deep. And then I tied on a new one, and I pitched it back out there, and I caught a 25-incher. I was like, oh. So in three casts, I had three bites. 
was like, well, to that's be it. clear, have you ever caught a walleye on that spot prior? Never even fished it. <laughs> Never even fished it. You know, Mark was, you know, I've musky fished it, but Mark was like, hey, do you ever fish this place for walleyes? I'm like, Psh. I think I should, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we, and then I went and fooled around and did some other stuff. I don't, I caught some other fish in shallow on a different, on a springtime spot. Um, but otherwise pre-fishing, I, we had one thing really that we were happy with. So we, uh, that was our plan. We took the bass boat. We took Mark's bass boat cause we were wondering if we were going to do quite a bit of running and going 65 miles an hour is much quicker than going 45 miles an hour. <laughs> it was a good day for running. Too. It was a fun day to be in the bass boat. <laughs> um, so we, yeah, we did that and, I don't know. We fished for like 20 minutes and Mark was casting a swim bait. Boom. He got one. Oh, I missed one right away. I missed one in the first two minutes. I missed one. I was very upset about that. Cause that was a really solid bite. Mm. But good, like good to get positive feedback on a spot like that early. Oh you yeah. Know, like, okay. We're, there's something there's here. Something here. So we finished that first pass and then we had a dry run back, a dry run on the other side and then we turned around and I got a that first one was like a 25 and three quarter and then uh the second I I caught one on that fourth pass which was about an hour in and that was a 26 and something I think a half 26 and a half yeah probably so we had two fish that you know we were happy with in the first hour and you know if we could continue on that we were going to do great um but it, it didn't continue like that we ended up leaving. We didn't get a bite in the next hour. We left and fished the stuff he fished last fall, super shallow, and had really good luck with. And there was absolutely no sign of life in there. So we went back. You didn't see a muskie? We didn't see a muskie there. Mm. Um, saw a muskie where we were fishing, sure. where we caught all of our fish, but we didn't see a fish, a muskie where we were pitching swim baits. Um, and then we got back to that spot about 11.20. Well, it was 11.20. And by 12.30, we had five fish. Uh, I caught another 25 and some change. And then I caught a 28. Yeah. Nice. And then I got a 22, all just within that hour. So we were feeling really good. We had two and a half hours to catch one more. And it was really tough sledding for that. You know, it was, it was hard to stay what after you have a hour like that and then you don't have a bite for an hour right and but at that time you're thinking you're two bites away from winning two bites two bites away from not, not one, one bite two but bites. two bites and that i mean pretty much gear not a guarantee but, but you would be feeling real good with two more good bites even if somebody had a really good day we have our kicker fish yep. we have a 28 inch kicker yep. fish now there's a lot of groups like generally most years a lot of people have 24 plusers you know, 24 to 26 ers are very common, 35 pounds. And I thought that was about where we were at. Um, and then I saw one on side image. The only fish we saw, well, the second fish we saw on side image. And I was like, Mark, pitch it right here. I w- I, I was, we were going to pull through it. It was very close to the boat. I had him pitch back behind us a little ways, and I went quite a ways further in case it needed boat separation. And he jigged it about three times, and boom. Set the hook, 26 and a half. <laughs> Ooh, yes. And we had about an hour left, maybe an hour and a half left. 
and we had five or six fish. Our smallest was 22, but five of them were over well over 25. Mm-hmm. We got a chance. That's what I kept saying. We have a chance. It's not guaranteed, but we have a chance. And we never got a bite the rest of the day. And we we go go in there, and the first person we talked to is Johnny Mac, and he's like, you got a 28 and three-quarter. I'm like, oh, shoot, we're not going to win this. You know, and then Justin, uh, he has the big warrior out of, out of Pikedale. Yep. We caught our six. I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> dude. Oh. And then we get up to the lodge, and we talk to a, a couple of really good anglers, and they, they had one fish. They had two fish. You had six. You first thing you, I told you the same thing. I was mm-hmm. like, we got, we had eight bites today. Yeah. You're like, well, we, we had six bites today. And I'm like, oh shoot, Dan's gonna wolf us with six good bites off of, because <laughs> because off that spot, your main spot, you had forty some pounds oh, pre-fishing. Sure. Yep. I was like, oh man, he the miracle worker is gonna pull off a another one, but we ended up with uh, forty one. Something forty-one mm-hmm. pounds, which was pretty, uh, pretty ace. Yeah, one that, by like that six. one you described that Mark pitched back at. How deep was it? Like seven. <laughs> so that fish was like fifteen feet away from the boat when he set the hook. Oh yeah, he set the hook, and that fish came up, and I was like, dude, this is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. It was, you know, I had to, I had to basically pull his teeth to get him to jig a minnow. That's what. But you got one on a swim bait. Yep, rest and the rest came on minnows. And uh, he caught it on an eighth-ounce uh, June bug jig. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He was like, dude, I'm sick of losing these jigs. I'm going to go to an eighth. I'm in the front of the boat anyway. I'm like, do whatever you want. I don't care. So, yeah, and that, would, that one really mattered. That one really mattered a bunch. But, dude, when I caught that 28, we were in, like, five feet of water. Mm-hmm. And I set the hook on it. I was like, dude, this, I had, a, like, three leatherbacks. And it was on one of them leatherbacks, the biggest one. And I got a bite. I was like, dude, do a real one. We got a real one here. And I start cranking on it. And, zzz, and that fish, all I saw was that face come up out of the rocks. And that mouth was open wide. I was like, dude, this is a 30. This is a 30. This is a 30. And then it got closer. I was like, oh, it might only be 29. I was like, oh, shoot. It ain't even 29. But it was all a 28. So that was, that was awesome. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> It was a beautiful fish, healthy. Yeah, there's a there's a big difference between a 27 and a 28. Mm-hmm. Just in the you pick them up and you're like, wow. Yep. So that was the bonanza. That was the bonanza. Fifteen. Uh, what was it? Fifteen boats caught fish is all mm-hmm. out, out of 25. 25. Usually it's uh, fifteen boats have 20 pounds, but right. the weather's what got us. The weather for sure is what got us this year. I think you combine the weather with warmer than average water. Yes. Had you had we had Saturday and Sunday with water at sixty degrees, they, I think they would have been. They'd all crazy. been. Yep. But yeah, it's like it'd be like what you'd predict from fishing a tournament in like the first week in September. Exactly. Right? We get oh, we got north winds, water sixty four degrees. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna get Clear eight skies. bites. Yep. We're going to get eight bites. Yep. But that's just not what Bonanza is usually like. Right. Yeah, this is, this is by far the least amount of fish. Usually that paper is full. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in high spirits because they just crushed them. Right. Um, just not the way it worked out. Right. Usually you get a bunch of people in there who've had a generally great day fishing, 
And they're like, yeah, we're not going to win. We got 22 pounds. Right. right. But they're all, like, having a good time. There's a lot of, like, mopiness this year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a lot of teams just not around. Right. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even show up. The bag wasn't full, so they didn't care too much. Well, that's the Bonanza. Will is doing a, a pretty nice job, I would say, um, being, like, more humble than usual. And... Um, but I think that's a good one to hang your hat on, dude. I'm proud of you. It's it, funny, when I was thinking about when I started fishing this Bonanza with Farmer Bob, we'd be out there and he'd say, all we got to do is beat Will. <laughs> and, then, and then a couple years ago it switched up. All we got to do is beat Carl. Yep, Phil and Carl. <laughs> uh, so but, even Farmer Bob says congrats. Oh, he's thank ha- you, he's Farmer Bob. He's very happy for you. Yeah, I think he's also happy that I ended up in seventh, too. Without him? Without him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's take a break, and we'll move on. All season long, Walleye Talk has been brought to you by Woman Lake Lodge. They're already thinking towards the 2022 season. They're making all sorts of improvements. They've got a new game room. They're painting all the cabins, new roofs on all the cabins. They even like to update their beds. They hear that maybe one of their beds isn't super comfy. They get them a new bed. So if you're looking for a comfy, newly painted, fun place to stay for the summer of 2022, now is honestly not a bad time to reach out because it has been crazy busy up here and it's been crazy busy at Woman Lake Lodge for good reason. It's a wonderful place. Reach on out. You know, and that's part of the problem with being the greatest that's ever lived. (laughs) You know? I mean, it's a lot of pressure. You know, I've got to keep this excellence... At all times. Right, for at least another 15 years. Eight, 20 maybe. At your level of income, you might live to be 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. I was just going against your modesty. Yeah, I know. I got just, it. I got it. It was just me being... I appreciate Me it. poking fun a little bit. Um, well, we'd like to do a fall comparison, but fall isn't here yet. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, it's funny. It it smells like fall, feels like August. You know, you do have decomposition in the woods now, and it smells good, but it's going to be 71. Sun's out. It's a it, different year. It is super, super enjoyable, though. Absolutely. Like, I try not to get too, like, bummy about it. Like, when I'm having a, like, all right, we're having a pretty good day. Yeah. We're in a sweatshirt. I might be a little warm in a sweatshirt. All of my fingers, I can feel all of my fingers. Yes. I don't care at all about reaching in that minnow bucket. (laughs) Like, this is all generally pretty good news. This is all good news. Um, You know, when you look at the bag at the end of the day, you still get a gallon of walleyes even on a slower day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just different. And so you just got to accept it as different. I do think we'll probably make it through our guide season without... The stiff finger. Terribly, feeling. terribly cold. Yeah. yeah, highs in the high thirties and wind blowing and snowing. That's and not gonna. I doubt that's gonna happen through unless, our guide season. Yeah, unless yeah. we end up guiding until the middle of November, which I'm not. Might I'm ruin, not do Might that. ruin my marriage. I've got deer hunting to do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I think you could probably boil it down just to water temperature. Leech Lake is in great shape. Woman Lake is in great shape. Little Boy Lake is in great shape. Wabato's in great shape. Boys Lake in good... All of our lakes are in good shape. They're just fishing a little different this right, year. Right, right. But there are lots of walleyes out there. Um, lots of different year classes. I I just can't get behind the, the complaining about the body of water. It's not the lake's fault. I think there's a lot of walleyes out there. Well, unless you're on Hay Lake, 
I think the walleyes are in good are in good shape. <laughs> no walleyes in Hay Lake. I don't know. I, I think saying. Lower Hay is actually kind of a sleeper walleye lake. Is it really in the Brainerd area? Oh, I was talking about that little hay over by Bacchus. Oh, the little gotcha. crappie lake over there. <laughs> yeah, but it, I think it's just it's warm still. It's just warm. Yeah, it's it's fishing like it's three weeks ago, four weeks ago, um, and it's it is fine. I mean, I'm I am still happy to get up in the morning and go to you know Leecher Woman because there's a, still a chance we're gonna you know catch twenty of them. And a, a good size one to boot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just because we're not catching 40 doesn't mean it's going to be a bad day. Right. Um, crawlers, I guess I haven't fished crawlers on leech a lot. There's it's, so much bait out there, though. That's yeah. the whole reason I'm not. Yeah. And that is th- that might be, maybe it's indicative of the different fall. It might be indicative of a couple of our sand spots changing, though. I'd say it's about a coin flip as to whether or not, you know, which is which. Especially because there's some keeper perch out there. Yes. It makes me think it's maybe um, going to be that way. That's fine, too. I don't mind catching big perch. It's when they're all eight inches or seven inches I get a little yeah. upset. Because yep. those are bait stealers. Right. Those ones, your, your hands are soaking wet all the time. Yeah, I also had that they, you know, when you predict that or know you're going to deal with it, you compensate with your minnow order, right? Yes. So yesterday... I had, like, forgot about the perch thing and was not feeling great about the amount of minnows in my cooler at the end of the day. And that's not a great place to, or great way to feel as, as a guide, you know. You want to be throwing the primo on every time you reach in there. Right. Feeling good, like, oh, yeah, this one's going to catch them. And it's just not always that way. And a lot of times, too, we're fishing rocks, and there's not a ton of perch in the rocks. Right. Even if, yeah, and even if... if we're fishing sand, it's because there's a bunch of walleyes in the sand, mm-hmm. and they generally will outcompete those little perch. Yeah, I do think that the one spot that comes to mind right now, it's like a sliding ecosystem, though, of perch. Um, we had, I caught a, or a customer caught a loon yesterday. What? Yeah, and it was like, I side image this, like, good cluster of walleyes that I'm sure were hunting perch, and that loon was hunting the same perch. Like, I could see the loon go into the side imaging, too, and they were, like, all on the same. I wasn't wasn't pumped about any part of it because, I, you know, I'm sure that's not, like, the way the walleyes really want to be hunting either. Right. I have this dinosaur diving <laughs> through them all of a sudden. Where's this pterodactyl coming from? I was pretty amazed how well they stuck around, honestly. Like, they, they didn't... With that bird with around? that bird flying around in there. Um, and then the customer caught it on the wing. So I don't think it was on the... Just got wrapped I up think in it the just, line? Well, it, it didn't get wrapped in the line, but I think it was just like a statistics deal. Like, it was just around too long. I sh- should have probably left, which, yeah, was upsetting and I never really know how to deal with loons that are hooked. I felt like because it was on the wing, the main thing I didn't want to have happen is that have it end up with a bunch of mono with the jig. So after thinking about it and it was flapping around, I'm like, this thing's for sure going to just wrap a bunch of mono, and that's going to be a problem. Like it's got a jig in its wing right now. If I can just bust it off, I think that's probably the best deal because otherwise it's going to wrap 20 yards of mono, and be swimming around with the mono around its feet, won't be able to leave for winter. So Yeah, and then I, you're gonna have to deal with that beak too. Right. Those things they have to be sharp. Oh yeah. I don't think you I don't want to tangle with one of them. Not things. without like winter clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's been a different fall for a lot of different reasons, but I think you can boil it down to water temperature. Now, we aren't seeing like a super big drop in temps over Just the next... Just a gradual drop. Yep. So hopefully what we expect from the first week of October... It's looking like we might get the third week in October. Right, which is fine. That would be fine. Um, doesn't work out all that great for, for uh, I think, for a lot of people because a lot of people f- plan their fall fishing trips in advance. A lot of resorts, like, are shutter down. the doors. Um, so I don't know what to, what to say about that, but I do think that we're probably going to get a pretty good bite. And in the- contrast, last year, this coming week, we had snow. Mm-hmm. And we had cold, cold temps. Yeah. And uh, turnover had already really happened. Right. Yep. So it's different for sure, um, but not that bad. If you just enjoy being on the water, you're going to for sure get more time to be on the water this year than you have in the past with some pretty solid fishing, My would be my guess, through the month of October. Yeah. Not it, like, well, I don't think they're going to bite that good, but I want to be out there. I'll just go out for a boat ride. I think you can go out and probably catch quite a few fish the second half of the month. Yeah, which isn't which isn't the norm. Absolutely not. Nope. Let's do uh, one more break, and then we'll do just a classic week in review or preview. The water's warm. We've got plenty of minnows around. The fish are biting minnows. One thing that's overlooked is the ability to pull a minnow on a spinner rig and there's no better spinner to do it with than a secret lake tackle spinner so stop by longville and pick up you know a variety of colors on hook sizes and blade sizes that fits your bite perfect all right what are you doing this week we're doing a just a normal weekend preview <laughs> uh well i'm going to be fishing on leech and on woman uh i'm going to be i'm going to try jigging quite a bit uh, I'm going to pretty much only be jigging on leech, a little bit of rigging out in some deeper sand, but uh, most of the time it's going to be jigging in shallower water looking for those big fish. Um, Woman Lake, I'm going to be, you know, those fish have been sitting pretty deep, so I've still been rigging those, and I threw a crawler on yesterday and had a couple bites on it still, so it's something you should have in your boat, but at once Sunday comes, I think everything's going to change. You know, highs are going to be in the low 60s. Lows are going to be in the high 30s. I think that's our real start to fall. Yeah. So get excited for that. Hopefully you're up this week because it should be some of the best fishing we we have all year. It really should be. Mm-hmm. So let's keep our fingers crossed and hope it works the way we planned. Yeah. I think you're probably right. The crawl. I'm not going to buy any more night crawlers, I don't think. I bought more. I think I said that last week. <laughs> yeah. But um, You have to have a dozen or two on the boat. Yeah. Good thing is you don't need, like, a crawler cooler. You know? No. Um, not that you ever use one. <laughs> I would never use one. I do have a cooler when I have leeches, but sure. crawlers, they, they live pretty good. No, they rot in your boat. Dude. When? All of the time. No, they don't. Not All in the last the month. I haven't hardly had one rot. Um, Unless they get real wet and hot, <laughs> <laughs> which happens. But that happens to everybody. No, doesn't happen to Jason Freed. You don't think so? Never. Sorry, I blew up. He's an OCD guy. Is he? Oh, yeah. His boat is... Isn't that illegal? <laughs> I don't think... I didn't think you were supposed to be using that. From a high school teacher? Oh, my a, goodness. And a football coach? <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it coming. Um, yeah, I think fishing's going to be good. 
Um, you should probably do a little bit of scheming about where you're going to get your things and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, I, like, lots good, of businesses are shifting their hours around. Things, yeah. And good minnows, we've been lucky so far this year, but I think they are going to get hard to come by pretty soon so sure and you think about the the tempo of a normal year you know trappers are probably starting to shift their attention elsewhere because like generally they're not worried about getting a bunch of creek chubs because generally not a lot of people want a bunch of creek chubs second right so they're looking for goldies to stock up for winter right yep so just some logistical stuff could change if you are going to try to be up here the the next couple weeks yeah um and i would i i'm going to once Sunday hits, I really don't want to be... I want to be on Leech Lake. Mm-hmm. That's the one place I want to be. I'll go other places, but let's go to Leech. Let's go beat up on them out there. Sure. There's... Yeah, after Sunday, I'm just jacked. I just want to go catch more bigots. <laughs> yeah. And I know I told you this yesterday, but I did something yesterday that really got me fired yeah. up. I caught two walleyes on a blade bait. <laughs> Which maybe I'm putting all my eggs in this basket. You've never for no... done that before, though. No, never on a blade bait. <laughs> no, I mean never put all your eggs in the basket. Oh, I, yeah, I've done some <laughs> stupid stuff. I've had some stupid ideas that I've never even tried because I was like, it's probably too stupid. Anyway, but this one legitimately, very small sample size, ten minute window, caught two. So maybe it's something, but I'm gonna. I'm going to keep playing with it because it was pretty fun to work. Sure. Like, different than a jig wrap just because it's not so heavy? Um, you work it a lot faster, and you work it with a much lower rod angle. Mm. You don't work it up high. You work it low. Gotcha. You go low to this and this, and it's You're just like this. You're casting and retrieving? Yeah. And it was it was super cool. I mean, they freaking crush it. They didn't just bite it. They freaking crushed it. But maybe it was the day. Maybe it was because I was fishing rocks. I don't know. Sure. I can't wait to lose it. They came off a rock. They all came off. Both of those came off rocks. Mm -hmm. Fish at smallmouth. Fish at smallmouth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're nice fish, though. Real nice ones. Especially for the lake you're on. Yeah. Two real nice ones for that body of water. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Good time. Dan, what are you going to do this week? Yeah, woman and leech. Um, Just sort of, I know where a lot of fish are, and I think... There's only going to be more of them. There's some stuff on woman that hasn't gotten going yet that I'm hoping will. But do you think that's wind stuff, direction, or do you think that's more temperature related? I would say it's temperature related. It's also stuff that's really well known. Like one thing you and I have done a pretty good jo- job of this year out there is like we're mostly catching our fish on spots that we have to ourselves, away from everybody. Yeah, which is awfully nice. So even though I'd like to see those bigger schools show up where they normally do. There's going to be other guys doing it. and Oh, and those ones are super easy to see, largely because there's a million of them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I've been I've been happy with the success we've had there. Just oh, for sure. We've been nickel and diamond them for a month now. Off and of stuff that very few other people fish. fish. Yeah, if there's another boat there, I don't fish it. Yeah. yeah, it's not like a community spot, so you feel like you owe it to the guy fishing it to let him do his thing. I also think we've done a good job out there of finding different areas to mm-hmm. fish. Yep. We've not just found fish the same three spots over and over and over. Yep. We've we've expanded by four spots. Mm-hmm. And four spots is a lot for 5,000 acres. <laughs> yeah. Like a ton. Right, so it makes our, you know, a lot of days our five fish days into nine fish days. Yeah. And because of that, so... Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been a good fall. 
Last year was the numbers year. You know, we had the best fall we've ever had. Mm-hmm. This year just this feels a little bit more rewarding. Yeah, it's that, like, satisfying guide work. Yeah. Yep, I would agree. On years like this is when it's when it's worth it to hire a guide because, you know, I, I believe you fished with somebody this weekend who fished a lake that you had fished on. They'd been here all week, and they didn't really they didn't even mark a fish. They yeah. fished with you, and boom, get 10 in the first hour. Yeah, and honestly, that, like... Because this customer was pretty down on the lake. He's like, yeah, I've been here for a couple days. I haven't even marked anything. Like, well, if you put me on, well, Pike Bay, like we've talked about. It, yeah. There's just a lot of water that doesn't have fish on it. Yeah. Or fish on it, in it. So two days of driving, not seeing much, isn't that surprising. No. No, not even a little. No. Especially on that body of water. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we've got two more left of these. We got to do one more ad, and then we will uh, we'll be out of here. Walleye talk is brought to you by the Muskie Else Marine. At this point in the year, I think both Will and I can say we're pretty grateful to have a great dealer and some great technicians working right in our hometown. Um, one service that we highlighted last fall that's a good thing to consider is boat detailing. If you want to get your boat real nice and cleaned up, like there's usually some kind of funky stuff going on with the interior at this time of year. And if you want it just spicky clean to put it away, not a bad idea to stop in and have the guys who do it professionally take care of your rig. Uh, stop on in, talk to Nick, talk to Tony, see if they can't get that rig cleaned up before winter. Parting words? Parting words. Well, <laughs> we're getting to the end of the season. We're getting pretty tired, pretty worn out. Uh, I'm sorry about the lack of effort on that one. <laughs> but... Uh, this has been another episode of Walleye Talk. We appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, especially those of you sticking through to the end. Our numbers stay pretty steady near the end. And I just... I don't know how. I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> All the time. All right. Well, hopefully you and Natalie get to take a nap. I'm going to go fishing. All right. Have a good one.